Corbin. This is Beth and Cass with the Level the Fuck Up Podcast. Senoritas, what's going down? Welcome to another podcast. Today we are talking all about drum roll, please. (laughs) (laughs) Best drum roll ever. Anxiety. We are talking all about anxiety. That's probably as much juice as I can bring to a topic that is hard. Um, But I talked about it on a IGTV a couple weeks ago, got hella responses and was like, you know what, let's do a podcast on this fun topic. Mm -hmm. So we're going to dive all in. All into anxiety. I personally have never really struggled with anxiety, but just like feelings of being anxious that... I couldn't really call that it that, but so this is going to be kind of just a podcast of like me asking Cass, like how and when she dealt with it and like how she deals with it now. And just like my take on, you know, anxiety and just mental illness in general. So Mm -hmm. tell me when was the first time you kind of were able to pinpoint that anxiety was like, you were feeling anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, well, I would say it was when I was 26, which was like a year and a half ago, um, is when it really all started. I've always been like a full throttle person. So I've always had like 1800 things going on. And I feel like it just suddenly caught up to me. So it wasn't like so much because a part of me was like trying to diagnose the whole thing, right? And I was like, what the fuck is going on? What is wrong with me? But just like dialing in of I think I was going 100 miles per hour for so long and all of a sudden it was like 26 was the age it was like fuck you bitch here we go I'm gonna give you anxiety to the fullest extreme because like I don't know like it's hard for me to be like I should have had it at like the age of 20 like thinking back to like the path of the way my yeah, do you worked. think that like because I relate this because I'm like a couple years younger than you but yeah. you relate this like to like okay like you have a lot to do like you're like like, you feel like you can't take a deep breath, but, like, you're, like, anxious, but what's the difference between, like, that type of feeling and, like, knowing, like, it is anxiety? Yeah, I'm gonna laugh when you turn 26 and it hits you, like, a fucking brick wall and be like, haha, it's 26, bitch. <laughs> Anyways, no, I'm just, like, that's why I'm curious about it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's tough, man, because I feel like, for me, it was, like, it wasn't, like, anything was wrong. And, yeah. and I think that that was the biggest thing for me was like trying to pinpoint something that I could eliminate. And I listened to this podcast about anxiety a couple of months ago that was like, it's not what like you're at. It, what was it? It's not eliminating something to your life. It's adding something to your life. Yeah. I was, it was like, I remember you talking to me about it and it was like, not to like put it as a negative in your life. Yeah. Just like just to be like, oh, okay. Like you're there and to see it and to not be like, oh, like you suck but to be like oh like you're just added into my life like what can I add into my life that will serve this instead of like what do I need to exonate yeah because the elimination game was not working for me and so it was like okay what can I add and for me like I've talked on this in my IGTV before of like hot yoga is where it's at for me or going on runs working out like my my mental health and doing my morning routine like There's so many aspects of like eliminating it for me, or I mean, well, it's funny that I was just talking about not eliminating something, but adding something allows for me to eliminate it. I think that Cass at first, because she is such a hundred miles an hour person that everyone in her life was like, well, 
you're fucking like, she's just a different breed like she just goes so fast and has so many things on her plate and like she can just do a lot more than the average human can so like as her friend I was like dude like you have so much going on like you need to stop shooting so much you need to stop like you know just saying yes to too many things because that's probably what's causing it and this is coming from a person that's never like experienced it so like I was like oh like I know how to problem solve this. And so I think, yeah, you did that. And then you're like, it's still fucking here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's the biggest thing for me is like, if I was going zero miles per hour, I was having anxiety. If I was going a hundred miles per hour, I was having anxiety. So it was like, that's not the fix. The fix is doing healthy things for me that allow for like something positive in my life to deal with this. And so for me, it is the hot yoga. It is working out. It is doing my morning routine and reading and taking time for myself. It's kind of like all of those things are slower paced though. Like all of those things like make you slow down and that's what you did need, but you didn't need to be like, okay, like I need to just be bored. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Like that. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I can't just like sit. For those of you that know me or don't know me, I guess I can't just like sit and fucking watch TV for hours. I can't sit and do nothing. Like yeah. me and bored just don't go together. And so like I would have anxiety just doing those things. So it just didn't work out. But anyways, when I was 26, I started having heart murmurs really bad. So like my chest was like fucking feel like it was caving in. Like there was so much pressure. My heart felt like it would like stop and then start. And I was like, I'm having a fucking heart attack. Mm-hmm. And I went to the ER and they did an EKG. And this is funny, little side note for those of you that don't know, I had my tip pierced and they were like, you have to take this out for us to do it. And I was like, I really don't want to do that because it's never going to go back in. And it never went back in. Not that y'all need to know that TMI. But um, oh, you who were picturing Cass's tit, it was pierced. And now it is all natural. Now it's all natural. It was just one. Let's, yeah, you know, we didn't. Long story there. But anyways, so um, I was like, what the hell? I didn't really want to do any medicine, like to each their own of being like, you can get on anxiety meds. I just was like, I want to find a holistic way to deal with this. And I think the biggest thing is like, there's not one solution and, and it's going to be a continual journey. Because for me, it was like, I'm a quick fix person. It's like, I just wanted one way to fix it and move the fuck on with my life. Yeah, and it's yeah. not that. And it's, it's such a process and just like understanding that and going through that, like as an individual. And then also like with my friends of being, of explaining the fact of like, this is going to be a long journey and some days are going to be worse than others. Like some days I'll call Tay and be like, my fucking anxiety is so bad today. Like I just woke up and it's like on an extreme yeah. and I can't explain it sometimes. And it just, that's the way it is. Totally. And like, it's okay to not explain it. I mean, I heard this in a podcast once because the only thing, like I said before, that I can relate this to is anxious, feeling anxious, but yeah. like, I, I can't like pinpoint that that's anxiety or not. I don't know. But also they were just saying, it was on a Rachel Hollis podcast and she was basically saying like, for most of us women, it's like asking ourselves, like, who are we trying to please? And also, and also like, who are we lying to? Like in most of the time that's ourself. It's like, it's like, are you kind of like lying to yourself about maybe a feeling that you're trying to fucking suppress? Are you trying Mm -hmm. to, you know, like please someone in your life or your job or, you know, put just so much shit on your plate that you feel this anxiety or anxiousness that Mm -hmm. it just isn't serving you. So it's like, those are good questions to like ask yourself when you, I mean, I feel like 
I mean, I, I shouldn't be really like talking from personal experience on anxiety, but I feel like those are good questions to ask yourself when you are feeling like heavy. Yeah, no, that's really good. Like even for, your, for yourself, what would you say? I mean, that comment that you just made makes me think of like, I was trying to chase my way out of the way I was feeling. Like I was trying to work my way out of feeling the feels. And I was like, I can work my way out of this and just keep moving forward and going hundred miles per hour and it'll stop. Like, and, and what I mean by that, I feel like, cause what you touched on is like feeling something or like neglecting something that's going on. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was doing in so many different forms, whether that was my relationship, whether that was with work, whether that's like the way I was feeling about myself, like so many different aspects that I was neglecting. And I was just like, I can get myself out of this once X and X is done. Like for me, it was like a lot of like with work, you know, it was like, I was chasing when I just first moved to Maui, like becoming a photographer. And I was like, you know, like the inquiries will slow down or like the work will slow down. I just need to like hustle right now and then it'll all be okay. Like you were chasing ground zero. And we yeah. talk about ground zero all the time. And you were like, ground zero is my answer. Yeah. Yeah. For the longest time. And you know that. And what we mean yeah. by that, for those that haven't heard that podcast, is like ground zero was like, I wanted to have my website done. I wanted to have all my um, like weddings edited, all the things, like have no more work. Like I just wanted to be able to breathe. Like ground zero is like when you're in debt and you are like at zero, like obviously zero, like you're yeah. like at the beginning or it's like when you're all caught up, like on all your to-do list shit. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm at ground zero. Like I can actually start in the positives now. I'm not in the negatives. Yeah. I was chasing that for so long, but then it was like, I kept adding shit to my plate that I could never get to ground zero. And then when I did, it's like crazy how this all happened. But when I did get ground zero, it was like my relationship had ended, like all this stuff like was like coming to the forefront. And it was just like nuts because for so long it was like, my anxiety had created all of that and it just like blew yeah. up as soon as I like hit the end where I thought that I would stop having anxiety it was like I was having more than ever damn that's so interesting yeah that's so crazy and for you like that that question like who were like were you lying to yourself about how you were feeling about it yeah I think it's tough because this is such an in-depth thing that we could go into, yeah. but I feel like for so long, it was like, I was, because there was a lot of things I think in there that you didn't know. Yeah. I think for so, so I play the positive card. Tay yeah. knows this. And I feel like a lot of you humans know this. I play the positive so hard that I neglect the negatives and I don't feel out the negatives. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, there were past things in my life that were negative that I never dealt with. And all of a sudden they all caught up to me. And then it was like, you're going to have to deal with this. Like, here you fucking go. Yeah. And so it was like dealing with all the negatives at once. And then it was like, I mean, truly, like if Taylor wasn't in my life, I'm not even sure I would have dealt with it because she, I remember you being like you and Hannah were like, you need to feel the fucking feels. You need to figure this out and like, yeah. be in the dumps, like allow yourself to be negative. Yeah. And so I did that. And I really think that that was my pivot. Like that was my pivot to growing in my anxiety of like feeling all the feels and dealing with the negative allowed me to start to overcome it. Yeah. And I remember that. And I remember like questioning myself for questioning you in like negative questions because yeah, you always are like, Cass is like, 
like I've said this before, like the law of attraction shit, like she thinks positive, like what you think you attract are like thoughts yeah. and things. And like, she's genuinely that she manifests like all of the positive fucking things. It's like such a good thing. But then it's also like when life hits or like when negative hard things happen, like I think that as humans, we should go there. We should self-reflect. We should kind of go down a path of like, you know, just like, uh, it's like hard, it's harder, it's, you know, Mm -hmm. to go down that path, but, um, you know, for, for you, I was, like, trying to ask you these questions about, like, your root cause, or, like, fucking, like, whatever the fuck you were dealing with, and I felt, like, almost guilty doing it at the time, Mm because I felt so, like, I didn't feel like a positive influence for the first time in our friendship, yeah, you know what I mean, and I was just, like, I was really digging, I felt like I was digging, Mm -hmm. like, within you and then you were just like oh fuck like damn never thought about that never thought about that because you also just you don't go there Mm -mm, ever like like in my own brain or in conversations that I have it just doesn't happen and so it doesn't like overthink things like most uh women do like most women are like oh like fuck could have said that differently that was such an awkward situation like oh man wish it you know what I mean like you're just like Eh, whatever better next time (laughs) (laughs) thank you next but you just don't overthink no but it was like the whole thing of like everything's okay everything's okay and I just think that I kept saying that to myself when it was like not okay yeah it was just like finding so many like finding the positives out of the negative that wasn't even foreseeing the negative and and that's what really caused my anxiety and totally yeah I mean like to this day it's like I mean for example, it was like two days ago, I was like, I went to shoot a wedding and I stayed in a hotel and I woke up with like extreme anxiety and I went to bed so happy. I went to bed so fucking happy. I was like, I'm independent. I'm in my own hotel. I'm living my dream life. Here we, here we go. Yeah. I woke up with anxiety. I was like, why the fuck do I have anxiety? And then like, that's like the whole thing though, is like for those that are listening that have anxiety, it's like, sometimes there's not truly a pinpoint answer. It's just like your body is going to take things and deal with them in their own form and you can't control that because it was like I was in a positive mental space yeah and everything was a-okay but at the end of the day it's like trying to figure out like what is deeply rooted in you that's causing that and maybe it's just like you didn't get enough sleep and that's okay or maybe you're just like really anxious about like the to-do list you have that day yeah and and that goes into like really realizing like are you thriving or are you like tanking you know what I mean and I think me and you have those two settings within and I mean you were thriving the night before and then you like woke up and you were tanking yeah and it's like anxiety I think for you is the clearest like sign for you to be like huh like what like good guess you know like that podcast we listened to with Rachel Um, there's this girl named Liz Gilbert, I think is her name Mm -hmm. and she is fucking awesome, but she talks a lot about this. Like it's all about, you know, kind of treating yourself like a friend. And when you do have like anxiety or you have something that comes up or services, like your anxiety is like the clearest form to be like, that was a good guess. Like what, whatever you tried to do here, but also not treating it like that, like this is wrong. Like, you know, cause I think that that spiral yeah. is something that almost like feeds your anxiety. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? You know what's interesting about this? This makes me think back to like grade school or like when we're in high school even of like getting grades back and it's like you're either like succeeding or you're failing. Like society has built that in us Mm -hmm. that we never have the mentality of good guess. So instead of getting our test back and we got a C, it'd be like, oh, good guess. Next time I'll do better and I'll learn from it. It was like, I feel like a failure while homegirl sitting next to me got an A and she's fucking killing the game. She feels great about herself because she got an A and I got a C and I feel like shit. The fact that that's even a thing in our society just blows my mind, to be honest with you. But it's reverting like out of those habits of being like everything that was ingrained of us needs to be broken. And once you're able to break all of that, then you're able to truly grow and find ways for you to see situations and say, that was a good guess. And now I'm going to move on and learn from it. And I think that like, and I really want everyone listening to this, like whatever you're overthinking or whether that is anxiety or whether that's like a mental illness or depression or like a funk that you're in that you don't even know what to fucking call it. Cause that's what I call my shit. I, mm-hmm. I know it's a funk and I don't know what it is, but it's there and I, and I see it and yeah. I'm like, you know, and I, and I overthink and I'm like, why am I here? Or like, what caused this and what could I have done better? And it's just like, shut the fuck up in there. Like, and just be like, good guess. Like just, Mm -hmm. it was a good guess, whatever you, that led you to this feeling, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And and have, have a lot of compassion with yourself. I just told myself to shut the fuck up, but (laughs) in in my mind, I'm like, shut up and just love yourself and just allow yourself the space to feel whatever you're feeling. And like, maybe that's depression. Maybe that's anxiety. Maybe, you know, whatever that's ADHD, like whatever you have, it's like that space there. Like you just need to give it a home because I also think what was really beautifully said in that podcast was like, we are, um, like steward stewardships, I think it's called like stewardships. Yes. Yeah. Stewardship. Like you're taking stewardship of like your, your soul and our souls have like, you know, whether you believe in God or the universe or like whatever you believe in, like, um, God or the universe has given us this soul to be in our body and we have stewardship of it. And so stewardship basically means like, I accept, like, and I will take care of this. You know what I mean? So it's like taking stewardship of your own soul and like really nurturing it and like really just like being like loving it, like so fucking much and just being like, okay, you have anxiety right now. Like that is okay. Mm-hmm. That is totally okay, and you are fine, and you don't need to fucking fix this right now. Just yeah. be in it. I think a big thing for me is like, how would you treat your best friend? Well, that best friend is you. So thinking of your soul as your best friend and like, you wouldn't put your best friend through this. So yeah. why are you putting you through this? Or your best friend deserves X then give her that. Or we were talking about earlier of like some situations you need to get that soul out of that situation. Like yeah. get, like don't allow your best friend to deal with that relationship that you're in. If it's, if it's toxic or not to allow yourself be, to be in a workplace that you don't really love. Like it is your job to yeah. take care of that soul and that thing, mm-hmm. which is you essentially. And you can believe it's God gave it to you, the universe, whatever the fuck you believe in. But at the end of the day, it's like, that's your best friend. Take care of your best friend, homegirl. And, and I did this with my life coach um, clients, which was really fucking fun. Was, okay, thinking of it like this. So there's Cass. So there's, there's one side of me that's Cass. And Cass has anxiety and doubt and 
and all the shit, right? And then there's, yeah. there's another side of Cass. It's like kick-ass Cass. And kick-ass Cass fucking is fearless, gives two fucking shits about what people think, just kills the fucking game. Mm-hmm. And it's my job to be kick-ass Cass versus the normal Cass. And so, like, it's your alter ego almost of, like, creating a list of the things that you deal with as your own human and, yeah. and then your dream self, basically, and calling that something, whether that, like, well, like, one of my clients' name is Mo, and we call her Mo Money. And so anytime she's being negative or something's going on, I'm like, how would Mo Money deal with this? Mo Money wouldn't fucking deal with this. Like, Mo Money would kill the game in X, Y, and Z. Like, let's fucking get it. And she's like, you're right. You're right. And I'm being Mo too much. Like, I'm being the negative, realistic person too much versus being the person that knows, like, all the hopes and dreams that I'm going for. And so I think that that's a big thing with my anxiety of being, like, kick-ass Cass goes to hot yoga kick-ass cast fucking takes time to meditate yeah. and, and read books and like take time for herself and I think it's super interesting to me too because it's like we're so complex but it's like knowing okay like I think just analogies for me like help because like you know when we talk about self-love or taking care of yourself like blah blah, blah it's like yeah. no how would you operate like a machine like, how would you, like, operate, like, your phone? Like, you know how you operate your phone. Everyone operates their phones differently. You have a fucking code. You have your apps that you fucking use. You know, like, how would you operate yourself? Mm. And, like, what operating things that you need to give yourself to let this machine run and fuel, like, without any kinks, without any fucking, like, squeaks or fucking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how would you operate yourself? And also with that said, like if you don't even know how to operate yourself or you don't know how to describe to someone else, like, Hey, this is actually how to help me. Or like, this is how to like, you know, deal with me in this situation. This is how to operate a fucking tailor or a bad yeah. ass. It's like, um, then you, you shouldn't be putting yourself in relationships or fucking places. If you don't even know how to operate it or describe to someone how to operate yourself. Dude, that's Holy shit, that's fucking good. It makes me think of like how many people as a body is not getting their oil changed. Like think of your yes. car. Go in to get your car and your oil changed. Yeah. Running great. But how many of us are running on E and running out of oil? So fucking oh, true. And Mic drop. Mic drop. Like that analogy. Like, and I'm like, I'm not even fucking stoned right now. Just <laughs> Dead. <laughs> But no, it's so crazy to me because, and I think it takes a really long time to realize how to operate a cell. Yeah. But I think that for me, it's like all of these words are so cliche that I feel like I hear them so much, like taking care of yourself or like self-care or self-love. And like all of those are so great and I love them so much, but sometimes I hear them so much that I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so when, when you really break it down to this and me and Cass, you know, this about us, we're very analogy based. Mm-hmm. So it's just really taking the time to really break down, like how to operate yourself and to know and note, like I have anxiety or like I have depression or I have, I personally have ADHD and like those things, I think in your mind, you sometimes like don't know how to operate. And so it's taking this time and the space to really be like, okay, like how would I move this around or that around or like get fuel and put gas here and put fucking oil there and really help 
to just operate yourself to being that badass cast or yeah. fucking, you know what I mean? Like yeah. your best self. So I think that this is a really good analogy to almost like end with. No, dude, it's fucking Gucci. I think a huge <laughs> thing though is like recognizing it and yeah. saying it out loud. Yeah. Because if you're not recognizing it and saying it out loud and communicating with your people about it or even yourself, like even if you need to just fucking journal it out, like stop allowing it to be in your head because I think for the longest time, the reason my anxiety lasted so long was because I wasn't even saying it out loud. Like I neglected it was even happening. Yeah. And so like the people in my life didn't even know what was really going on or how to deal with it because I was giving it no light. And you need to give light to the things that are bothering you. And, and in that, you're going to find the power to grow and, and I don't want to say get over it, but like heal, you're going to find a way to heal. And, but it's so, not, it was like not. so beautifully said. That was so good. Thanks. That was really good. Yeah. Um, I'll write that one down. Make it a caption. <laughs> LOL. But luckily we have this recorded. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I know. Just listen back to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So yeah, just, I guess it's more or less like for those that are listening that have issues mentally physically emotionally like give light to those things that you're not talking about and share it with somebody that, that like needs to know your heart a little more and maybe that's just yourself um but I just want to challenge you to be a little bit more real and give light to those things yeah give light to those things and just know that you are the stewardship of your soul and your body and like all of these feelings that come with you like mm -hmm. you accept it like so accept them you took stewardship over this life and the soul that you get to have you don't have to have it but you get to mm -hmm. and so really yeah like name out what are the things that you know aren't rainbows and fucking sunshine all the time like name no. them because they do deserve a place they do and mm -hmm. that's that is the way to heal it it is yeah no totally Cool. Well, we hope that you guys took a lot from this. I know that I did. I always, I, we love like recording podcasts and this is, this, this was, wow, I cannot talk. This was our why of like starting podcasts is because we always got into like deep talks and we were like, oh my God, like we should record this right now. And this was like one of them. And I just love how like me and Cassie can just bounce off each other's like thoughts and um we can just bring this to the podcast and we just appreciate you guys for listening yeah if you guys um could give us a rating and review we, we would, would love, love you. you we would love you forever and we will see you guys next monday ha -ha for now. <laughs>